Hi guys, my name is Mobile M and welcome back to my YouTube channel. Um, if you're new here, welcome. I hope that you stay. I hope that you find my content insightful, life-changing. I hope that it makes you ask certain questions about yourself. Um, and I hope that you actually are able to grow and engage with me in the comment section as well. Um, if you are a returning subscriber, welcome, welcome. Hey fam. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, share with a friend, and let's get talking. Let's start having conversations about our mental health. Let's start having conversations that matter, and let's help each other through it, right? Um, so also, I just wanted to check in. Um, I wish that I could like speak to all of you guys one by one, because I know that so much is happening. Like there's a lot of changes. There's a lot of economic things that are happening, social injustices. Like literally we're going through a lot, guys. But even in the midst of all of that, I do hope that you're finding some things or something that can help you um, just to pay, pay careful attention to your mental health and make sure that, you know, you're trying to, even though you're trying to keep our heads above water, um, but let's do that but by still being mindful of ourselves um, and of our psychological well-being. Okay, um, so I want to start off today's YouTube video by asking you guys a question that I actually have found myself asking myself a couple of times, asking other people um, a couple of time and times, and I've also found some of my patients asking me this question as well, right? So I don't know, I don't know what you may have experienced or what you may have grew up thinking, but have you, has any one of you guys ever had that experience or that thing where you literally experienced something maybe as a child and you're like, sure, I never, ever, ever want to be like that person. I never, ever want to find myself partaking in that behavior. I never, ever want to find myself doing that thing. Né? And then you literally grow up with the thought engraved in your mind so much that the more you develop and the more you grow, you actually start becoming more and more like that thing that you're trying to run away from. What is it about our childhood experiences? What is it about um, the ways that we are raised and the ways that we grew up thinking that makes our experiences chase us and eventually catch up with us? Interesting one. Okay, um, and that leads us to our topic for today, which is childhood traumas. So this is sort of like a continuation from one of the previous videos that I did where I explained what trauma is and how do we identify when we're experiencing um, a traumatic um, event or like when we're showing signs that we had experienced a traumatic event that we didn't process. So I would suggest that if you haven't watched that video, make sure that you go back, watch that video first so that this stuff sort of like makes more sense to you, right? So it's almost like a continuation from what is trauma. Now we're going to be speaking about childhood trauma and how it affects us, okay? So because I'm trying to make this uh, more of like a story so that we can each try and imagine ourselves in it and actually try and imagine like make it make it applicable into our individual lives i'm going to tell you guys a story of a young girl um, who grew up in a home where her father was constantly hitting her mom all right um so let's call this girl a right so a is a 18 year old teenager now and she grew up in an environment where her parents were constantly fighting, where they were constantly bickering back and forth, um, and where the father would 
sometimes you know become physically abusive towards her mom um and this is part of a's childhood experiences this is part of this is part of a's story unfortunately and i know that it's 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 a heavy one and it might be a trigger um to some people um but hey this is this is south africa and unfortunately these are the things that we hear on a daily these are the things that we experience on a daily um and sometimes we forget how how all of these experiences actually shape us, actually shape the people that are around us, shape our children, um, shape our families, and so forth, right? So let's imagine A, she grows up in that situation. She knows, she grows up knowing, because remember also when we were born, the first primary people that teach us how to relate and how to engage with the world and with ourselves and with other people are our primary caregivers. That means your mom, your dad, or the people that raise you, right? So now because of our social cultural context, that could be your grandmother, that could be your aunt, whatever the case is. But um, the first people that you are introduced to or the people that raise you like from infancy are considered your primary caregivers because those are the people that teach us how to think how to see ourselves, how to view the world, how to interact with the world, um, and how to relate with those that are around us. So if there is some traumatic experiences, or if there's some violence or, or sad or painful or confusing experiences that I may experience, that I may get from my primary caregivers, unfortunately, those become part of my worldview and those become part of who I am without me having to choose that for myself. Right. So bearing that in mind, A is a child who grew up seeing a whole lot of violence and a whole lot of physical abuse. So without her having to choose that for herself, whether when she was starting to become older, she maybe started realizing that this isn't right. And I don't think that daddy should be treating mommy like this. But unfortunately, it's not part of the story. It's not part of her lens. It's not added a layer um, or a lens into which she views the world and those that are around her. Okay. So A grows up, um, she's a timid girl, she's a shy girl, you know, she is strict, um, she fears her father, she always tries to do things by the book, and she's 18 now, she's in matric and she's about to go to university, and she decides that she is now ready to start experimenting in romantic relationships, right? So again, going back to part of A's worldview that was shaped by the interaction between her primary caregivers. Now she's trying to, so now developmentally she's at a stage where she's trying to make sense of her own life and choose her own things and make her like make her own choices about who she wants to be with and like stuff like that right so she's trying to now learn to interact with romantic relationships bearing in mind that she comes from a violent or or sad past right so a knows a knows that your father that that a, a male hitting a female is wrong okay so she knows that because it's spoken about at school um we see all of the gbv protests and like everybody knows that intimate partner violence is a wrong thing okay but there's something about a there's something about the way that a views things um that that for her, as much as she knows that it's wrong, but remember, that's all that she grew up seeing. So that's all that she knows, right? So she may know that it's wrong, yes, but at the end of the day, there's a there's a, a big chunk of her personality, there's a big chunk of who she is that that grew, that is overly sensitized to this type of behavior that, you know, for her, it was normalized from a young age, regardless of it, of it being wrong or not. 
Okay. So say A starts now and she finds a boy and, um, you know, she starts attracting like particular guys or like, you know, she starts like engaging, um, like dating and, and trying to like meet different people and so forth. And she finds herself. And remember that A as well, like maybe because she grew up in a home with so much violence, she may have also grew up telling herself that yo, I never ever ever wanna be in, ex wanna be in a situation where I'm with somebody that hits me, even though that's what she may have experienced growing up, right? So let's say that now she's dating and she, she meets this guy um, and the, the relationship starts off great, but whenever they have an argument, the guy raises her voice, raises his voice at her. Um, the guy pushes her around like a little bit. Um, and the guy starts eliciting um, some forms of like overly violent behavior towards her. It may not like beat her to a pulp, but like just things where like the guy is now trying, starting to show patterns of what her dad used to do to her mom. What do you think would make, and A stays in a situation, right? So hypothetically speaking, let's say A stays, stays in a situation. What, what, do you, what is it about, what do you think it is about her that's making her stay in a situation like that, even though she knows that it's wrong, and even though she grew up telling herself that that's not how I wanna live my life. That's not the type of person that I'm trying to be. Um, that's not the type of person that I'm trying to, that I'm trying to attract. What do you think um, is making her find herself in the exact same position 18 years later when she now has the choice, when she now has seen that this is right and this is wrong, um, and when she's not as tied up to the guy like through marriage or something. So when, when she has an in and out choice for herself, what is it about us that 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 makes us go right back to, to a place where we experience a traumatic or traumatic thing or where we go back to a traumatic event that we thought that we had dealt with or that we thought that we don't want to go back to but what is it about that experience and that about and about us that pulls us all the way back there again that's a loaded question so i'm gonna give it a while for you guys to think about it first because i need us to try and personalize this thing of childhood traumas i need us to try and put ourselves in a shoes so that we can be able to see what areas of our lives did we think that we that we dealt with or what areas of our lives are chasing us or calling us um from deep experiences from like years ago that we constantly find ourselves running back to and what is it about us that makes us run back to those things even though we know that they may be wrong or they may be right or they may be unfair what is it about the human nature that 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 allows us to reenact painful experiences um what is it about the human nature that allows us to to be called back to places that we thought that we'd never ever go to ever ever again Right, um, and I might not have the exact answer for everyone, like pertaining to your individual experience. But that's how childhood trauma works. It's it's when you experience a a hurtful event or like when you go through something so hurtful as a child or so confusing as a child. But because your child mind is dependent on. Um, these this, this inner circle of people that are raising you to to know like to teach you or like whatever the case is um 
that when we go through these experiences, we may know that it's wrong, but there's a part of us that's like, but, that's, but this is all I know. But like, this is how I've been raised. So this must be right. So there must be elements of this that are okay. There must be elements of this that are normal, even though there's there's a part of me, or like even though I may grow up and realize that that behavior is actually not right. But because I saw it and because it's part of who I am, um, I'm going to try and lean towards the part of it that are right to justify why it may have happened that way, right? And that's how our brains work. That's how our minds work. I, I may have a completely different thing that I might think is a childhood trauma to me that might be different to yours, that might be uh, different to A's, but we all have some experiences that we've went through in our lives that eventually catch up with us at some point and eventually call us back at some point, right? So I don't know what that is for you, um, but I would encourage us to just try and really, really um, search our souls and like search our hearts and search ourselves when it comes to this topic so that we can identify what are some of the things, what are some of the things that we've been through that keep calling us back so that we can actually go back and deal with those things and reprocess those things so that they're not constantly um, are keeping us in chains or are keeping us in bondage about our lives. So that takes us back to the previous video that I did that explains how our minds try to resolve traumatic experiences on their own and how if we don't process these traumatic experiences correctly through therapy, we might actually find ourselves reenacting or reliving things that we don't want to live or reenacting behaviors that we are trying to run away from without us consciously choosing to do so or without us consciously being aware um, or being able to see it when we do things like that. And that's what causes that internal conflict that eventually leads us to now self-destructing, self-sabotaging, um, using substances, you know, being abusive, um, being depressed, being anxious, um, being closed off, and like all of these other things that affect our mental health that we experience every single day that may be rooted on something or, or, in an, or, or that may be rooted on an experience that you may have not chosen for yourself, um, but that you are maybe avoiding to go and deal with or to go and process. And I'm saying all of this to say this, Go for therapy. Trauma is is it's, trauma is a serious thing. Trauma is a big thing. You never know when it's going to catch up with you. It will not send you an invitation a couple of months in advance to say that, hey, I'm going to see you on this day. Um, so you can never, ever prepare for it. You never know what's going to trigger you. You never know when you're going to get triggered. Um, you never know who you're going to get triggered with or or next to so that's why it's so important that as you're listening to this video if you can pinpoint something if you can pinpoint a specific area in your life where you know that this is something that is calling you this is something that is chasing me um, based on a painful experience that i may have had go back and deal with that thing go back and 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 find ways to healthily process that so that your mind can divorce that version of your story so that your mind can actually go through a place of properly making sense of that so that it doesn't have to attach itself to the you that you're trying to be or to the you that you're aspiring to be in the future. Let us try and challenge our minds and challenge our hearts um, to find ways to properly process the things that we haven't processed but that still affect us up to this day and age.
right? So this is slightly a heavy one. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and end this video on this note because I want you to stay with a question. I want to leave you guys with a question um, maybe that you that you that you've avoided asking yourself for a long time or maybe a question that um, you want to ask somebody else or you're like you know just stuff like that so because I want us I don't want us to just watch this video I don't, I don't want you guys to just watch my content you know just to listen to things or like you know but I, I really want want you guys to find like ways to personally engage with this content I want you guys to find ways to put yourself um to put yourself in the scenario so that you can actually start resolving some things in your own world and like getting the courage and the motivation to try out things like therapy um you know so find a therapist closest to you um find a, 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 a um a government hospital that offers psychological services closest to you. Um, Google things like static, um, like Lifeline, um, you know, find out what other platforms are offering free mental health care services, whether it's digitally, whether, yeah, whether it's through digital platforms or whether it's through private practices or like whatever the case is. Like, but let's try and not make excuses for ourselves to not deal with the things that we're supposed to deal with. Um, I know that therapy is not cheap, right? But we, there, there's a way that we can try and work around those things. That's why I do this this content. I do this content for free um, because it's one of the ways that I'm offering you guys to work around, to work your way around um, your mental health issues. And that's why it makes me so much happy when I see people sharing and like commenting and engaging because for me it's a thing of I'll do what I can do to help you. You do what you can do to help yourself as well. Okay. So let's leave it there for now. Um, I'm going to speak about generational trauma in my next videos, um, in my next video, because I also think that that's something that we're facing and that's something that we're seeing the effects of quite a lot right now. So I'm going to try and 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 prepare something along the lines of generational trauma for you guys next time. Okay. Um, once again, I trust that you guys are good. Take care of yourself. Remember, each one help one. If you've made it this far into the video, like, comment, subscribe, share, call a friend, refer a friend. Let's do the most. I love you guys and take care of yourselves. And thank you for watching.